Hey guys, welcome back to Hustlers Daily. This is your host Ashna and I present you with the stories of new age entrepreneurs of India every week on this podcast. Today we are hosting Arshi Yaseen from thebish.in. Arshi started her career in Mumbai into marketing and later shifted to Bangalore to join the logical Indian. She is also deeply involved towards the betterment of the society. Her passion for sports led her towards thebridge.in which is now talking about the unheard topics of sport ecosystem in India digitally. So let's dive in into the story of Arshi Yaseen and her journey with the bridge. Hi Arshi. Hi Ashna. Uh, firstly, uh, I'm very 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 much thankful to you for inviting me to this podcast. and uh, uh, i it a lot of inspiring stories are there in your podcast which i must say that every aspiring entrepreneur should definitely listen thank you thank you so much arshi that is some words of encouragement so arshi how did you get started with the bridge.in what is the uh, concept of the bridge.in uh yeah see so in 2000 um 17 mid 2017 my co-founder mm-hmm. his name is shubhro and mm-hmm. so both of us were working with logical indian and uh, we uh, did a very successful crowdfunding campaign for india's women's ice hockey mm-hmm. team and mm-hmm. uh, which was uh, quite successful more than successful in fact and uh, so we realized that uh, there are so many sports persons so many teams who are not getting the due recognition their stories are unheard and uh, sports is something which i personally feel is very very close to the reality of life it's you fall and then you get up and then you have to walk run so that's how our life functions and uh, that was the mm-hmm. motivation we started the bridge the website is the bridge.in it's a publication mm-hmm. which covers Uh, all the olympic and lesser known sports so in nice. india especially we we are a nation who is obsessed with cricket and mm-hmm. uh, 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 one reason is that uh, the over coverage of cricket has led to uh, the vacuum which has been created in the industry in the domain in, especially in media that uh, we have very view very le- few mm-hmm. viewership for other sport and mm-hmm. uh, so that's how we started we started to basically build a platform where we are talking about olympic mm-hmm. sport and the lesser known sports mm-hmm. and uh, you know when we started we uh, we uh, a, a couple of people said that uh, okay we are not sure that whether you will get enough uh, visitors on the website mm-hmm. and fortunately it's been 1.5 years and uh, we are getting good number of visitors on the website which means that that there is a lot of takers when it comes to this particular domain it's just that there was uh, nothing credible nothing credible in media which could have basically bridged the gap between the non cricketing sport and the audience and takers for those sports nice nice it's a great concept arshi i must say and uh, Uh, I am in bit of confusion. Uh, few, I think, I uh, two years back, uh, Mithali Raj uh, got famous uh, because mm-hmm. of her cricket. So, yeah. uh, was this the inspiration behind the bridge? 
Uh, see, not only Mithali Raj, a lot, um, uh, 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 fortunately, unfortunately, a lot of names are there, okay? Mithali mm-hmm. is one name. And again, there is so much disparity between men's cricket and women's cricket. It's uh, ridiculous. I feel we have Mithali Raj, we have Juran Goswami, and both mm-hmm. of them are the best in their respective uh, domains across the world. I mean, the highest uh, wicket taker is from our country, okay, a, a woman mm-hmm. who, but unfortunately not, uh, she is not as famous as uh, the male counterparts, okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's coming back to your question, uh, it's not that Mitali is the only uh, inspiration, there are a lot, we have uh, Pogat sisters, we have Saina and Sindhu, and now we have Himadas, and mm-hmm. uh, so a lot of women are doing extremely good. And uh, mm-hmm. even during the last Commonwealth Games and Asian Games, the, the ratio of male-female participation was very close, mm-hmm. uh, which which is a very good sign, which is a very good sign because sport is not just about uh, participating and representing uh, one's nation. It is especially for a woman. It is about basically creating your own space which is a uh, which is heavily a male driven uh, i would say department and mm-hmm. uh, especially all the females who have made their name successful their stories are incredible i mean i feel every other woman should listen to them because it starts from home and we are in a nation where uh, we are especially women are not encouraged enough to take up sports mm-hmm. so that is something which is uh, which is still the driving force inside me so mm-hmm. i feel i feel that they those achievements needs to be celebrated those struggles need to be celebrated and mm-hmm. uh, i feel that is what i'm doing through the bridge so i feel uh, proud about it and I'm very much, uh, I would say, lucky to have found a passionate team and a very understanding co-founder. And uh, yeah, we are doing decent, and but still we have a long, long way to go. Yeah, definitely. But uh, you have come a long way also. So I would congratulate you on that. Uh, it's really tough to stick around for so long and take the... Uh, business from here to like a lot of followers on uh, I I follow you on Facebook and Instagram and I know you uh, uh, from zero to now thousands of followers you have come a long way Arshi I must say so yeah Thank you. great great initiative great initiative uh, so Arshi what is uh, what were your initial challenges with the bridge hmm see uh I'll tell you, see, Ashna, as you know, that uh, the bridge is a a well-organized framework, which is now a private limited company, okay? It Mm -hmm. is way more structured, but uh, uh, even before bridge, I have been doing a lot of, uh, I would say, I I, I was adding, I still do, I add my voice or my opinion to whatever I, I feel is, uh, justified okay it can be anything you 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 have seen my uh, participation mm-hmm. in past campaigns and stuff mm-hmm. so uh, when you come up with a plan to 
open your own venture the first thing which people ask that what will be the business model okay mm-hmm. it straight away it comes down to money because it is no more seen as a uh, i would say pro bono uh, cause or that way so it's it's very important i feel this is one thing which uh, everyone should think whoever is aspiring to uh, start their own company that whatever idea you have you have to plan a sustainable business model attached to it okay mm-hmm. and uh, especially in digital media uh, how it functions is that uh, you the, the publication it it will only reach a point where it will generate business for you when you have uh, lakhs and lakhs of followers mm-hmm. and uh, lakhs and lakhs of followers organically cannot be uh, reached in a day it takes time mm-hmm. especially especially coming back to the niche domain which the bridge is catering to mm-hmm. it's uh, it's it's uh, not easy i would say but it's not difficult either because uh, we have the entire follower base which we have created is is organic and which means that okay people uh, have loved our content and that's why they landed up on the website and that's how they are staying connected to the bridge so the initial mm-hmm. challenge was to reach to a decent number okay mm-hmm. that was the initial channel challenge and fortunately uh we have crossed that phase which is mm-hmm. good and uh, uh, right now so in one word how what the business model is that is is that it's advertisement but again there are boundaries to advertisements on what we want to advertise mm-hmm. and how we want to advertise because being a media publication the first thing uh, which needs to be taken care of is the interest of the audience okay that that is correct the mm-hmm. most important thing and you know so there have been uh, situations where my own assumptions were proven wrong with time mhm for example uh, initially we started out of passion and uh, we the content which we were doing uh, mm-hmm. uh, some of them fetched very good numbers some of some of them did not fetch uh, good numbers but then i also realized that uh, uh, it is just about you you keep on telling stories you never know which story clicks and which which doesn't so it it works mm-hmm. that way and uh, it's uh, especially th- what what i have learned is that uh, the audience Mm-hmm. you should very carefully listen to what they are conveying okay or what they are uh, um send messaging you via emails or facebook message or instagram all of those because a media publication cannot be just a one way communication especially in digital like in print mm-hmm. media when our fathers and our forefathers so they they used to be in print media you just read the newspaper there is no way of okay you can participate in the same mm-hmm. medium you you cannot engage in a conversation there in in the newspaper mm-hmm. but the benefit with digital is that the audience can respond back they can engage themselves they can question if required uh, 
they can identify the mistakes which is a very good feedback mechanism mm mm-hmm. true so that's true. why I, that is that is very important mm-hmm. yeah yeah i i i would agree on that uh so why haven't you uh, thought on these lines that let the audience also con- contribute to the content instead of you uh, letting people uh, make the content uh, from your end itself we do we do see the reason being is uh, there there is two option one if we make it completely public that uh, uh, anyone and everyone can land up on the website and can contribute but then it has its own pros and cons because the Uh, editorial yes. integrity lies with us and it mm-hmm. the content needs to be fact checked uh, mm-hmm. needs to be uh, thoroughly researched and edited so that is why but having said that we have so people reach out to us mentioning mm-hmm. that they want to contribute and then we ask for ideas and they send us ideas we we like it and then they uh, participate and send us the first draft and then finally we publish it so it is user generated but then it has some checks and balances if i would say yeah okay cool so uh, what's the most common reason for giving up people for giving up uh you mean startup founders yeah exactly startup founders like why do they why do people uh, like you have come a long way last since last 1.5 years most of them quit uh maybe in 6 months they go back they go back to their uh, offices they go back to their family business so mm-hmm. what do you think uh, is the most common reason for people failing or giving up uh, in one word ashna it is being unrealistic okay mm-hmm. see passion is one thing but being realistic is equally important as i said and uh, uh, the as a society as an industry we are heavily money driven i mean uh, we all want to do good work but if that good work is not translating into money then eventually how will you run your venture how will you how will you pay your uh, people so that mm-hmm. is one thing which is very important so that's why a parallel revenue generation plan has to be uh, full proof and uh, see i feel uh in in my journey i i in everybody's journey mm-hmm. there are moments of highs and low okay mm-hmm. and in the life of an entrepreneur to celebrate the highs there is everyone around the person but to pull a person to pull um, uh, myself as an entrepreneur up from my low point there is no one it's a lonely battle mhm okay and i i this is a dark side of entrepreneurship i would say which uh, very few of us talk about uh, i feel we need to talk about it because it isn't that the the journey is rosy and it's it's all good hunky dory it's not like that and i feel when we the moment we decide to start our own uh, venture we come with a lot of energy okay mm-hmm. and which is good which is extremely good encouraging but when we start we are not fully aware of the real life challenges which we will face in due course of the journey mm-hmm. and when we come across all those challenges at times there are solutions at times uh, it's difficult to find solutions 
those are the points where uh, i feel a person gets broken and also it takes a lot it takes a lot especially in the initial for any startup i feel initial 2 to 3 years the founders uh, they basically they dedicate their entire life on it and mm-hmm. and i see i as a person i used to uh, do outing i used to go out for a run or to do cycle or exercises and stuff i had i used to have uh, chilled out weekends but mm-hmm. you know unfortunately since the bridge has come into picture i'm not being able to uh, give so much time there because there is always so much of work constant increasing number of to dos it yeah. is never ending it is never ending so if you are completing x to dos today for tomorrow there will be x plus 10 day after tomorrow there will be x plus 20 so it works like that and initially when you are a small team you don't have enough people to delegate and uh, especially you, when you are working with a team where uh, most of the team members are freshers and uh, they don't have prior experience so you have to basically do everything by yourself everything mm-hmm. you have to take care of the internal communication driving the team analyzing the team everything plus you have to take care of the communication which is there outside the team which is with the industry people and okay mm-hmm. how will you take your venture to another level what is happening on the funding aspect the revenue aspect and operations so everything is there everything and it is huge so mm-hmm. it gives it gives mm-hmm. pleasure it gives satisfaction but it takes away a lot and i feel uh, because you see for me also it's a, it's a constant learning I, i'm learning every day and uh, i have learned that uh, this uh, kind of work will be there always so it's important for me as well to prioritize and mm. it's and it's important for me to understand that okay Uh, this is uh, going on this way right now but uh, uh, i have to basically uh, prioritize that okay i will work for certain number of hours a day but then i have to take care of my health as well mm-hmm. so this is important and i feel people give up because uh, it takes away a lot it takes away your uh, i guess family life of 24 yeah. hours which includes mm-hmm. family life friends and uh, uh, and very few people i i see uh, the ratio of people starting up to the people who are uh, working for some other organization i feel it's let's say 1 is to 10 or 2 is to 10 maybe so the kind of friends which i had before starting up like mm-hmm. today i don't feel that they will understand my set of challenges so i don't hang out with them anymore getting it mm-hmm. yeah yeah so, i can totally relate to it <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 so uh arshi Arsh, what do you think like how welcoming or how helping is this startup startup ecosystem for a woman in india hmm see there are two aspect how welcoming the society in general is for women and then the startup ecosystem Mm-hmm. Hello. So yeah. Um uh, I feel 
being welcomed by the startup ecosystem uh, uh, it is on a positive note okay it is mm-hmm. on a positive note i i feel you will uh, people listen to you i mean if you uh, make sense basically people listen to you prospective investors listen to you mm-hmm. and uh, so that's that's a very positive sign but you know my challenge is and i and i feel that most of the women entrepreneurs will relate to it that the challenge is more inside at home than outside that's that's completely true i would agree on that um, because of, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, a woman is expected to uh, take care of her domestic responsibilities in addition to whatever she is doing in her professional life mm-hmm. so that becomes a challenge and uh, i feel that uh, it's 2019 we are in the 21st century but even today uh, like me or or women like me no matter what the 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 pinnacle of success which we are achieving or the path which we have chosen in the professional life we are doing good but even then when we sit with people or family or extended family mm-hmm. we are asked that when are you getting married when are you having kids wo sab kuch to theek hai kaam to chalta rahega ye batao ki shaadi kab ho rahi hai so that is something which still pinches me mm-hmm. and uh, i don't feel very happy about it i really feel that uh, uh, be it man or be, be it male or female i feel everybody's uh, basically choice needs to be respected whatever that person wants to do true so even with women i i have come across women whom i admire and respect a lot and they have uh, chose to Uh, uh become homemakers and they are exceptionally good okay knowledgeable and uh, admirable and i respect yeah. them and i respect them because it's their choice mm-hmm. so I, i don't even endorse the fact that every uh, female needs to get into this race of stepping out and doing something and making a place for herself because that's a very wrong narrative that is being set uh, mm-hmm. i don't endorse that i feel whatever a woman is doing that wo- that woman should do it by choice and it can be anything it can be completely anything yeah, yeah that's um, okay that's debatable uh, we will talk about that later <laughs> yeah sure sure <laughs> so yeah arshi so you think that the startup uh, ecosystem is very welcoming for a woman right in india as compared to before yes but still we have a long way to go as compared to the west great cool yeah. so uh, what are some specific roadblocks uh, which you uh, might have encountered during uh, the bridge dot in building of the bridge dot in uh, see because uh, the my my our domain is very niche okay mm-hmm. and uh, this is a very personalized roadblock i can say i don't know if this holds true for any tech company or any uh, company of another domain mm-hmm. but for uh, for the bridge because the bridge is into 
uh, Olympic and lesser known sports. So the challenge was slash is is to find uh, good resource mm-hmm. because you know in in our country there is no uh, uh, courses. for under graduation and post graduation there are no mm-hmm. good institutes where uh, someone can study sports journalism or uh, mm-hmm. that related subjects so i feel that is the major roadblock that is the major roadblock right so uh, arshi uh, as far as we have seen uh, only the sports like cricket uh, especially men's uh, cricket Uh, they get a lot of um, footage in india right mm. and uh, as far as we know we don't have that much uh, infrastructure related to sports uh, in our country so uh, what do you think government should implement one thing which government should implement uh, related to sports in, in, in sport infrastructure in india see the most important thing is availability of um, Uh, stadiums and availability of ground, playgrounds and fields mm-hmm. i i strongly feel that there has to be a multi sporting uh, uh, setup across every 10 km in the country mm-hmm. but it's we are way far from that and uh, when it comes to see the government is definitely they uh, they are not doing as we expect but then mm-hmm. Uh, even that's they uh, if if you compare they have uh, done a lot better as compared to the previous regimes but then we should not satisfy ourselves from that we are a country of uh, we are, we are a country of 1.3 billion people but unfortunately we have only one individual olympic medalist mm-hmm. and uh, which which is not a very good number so government is uh, uh, if you i'm not sure whether how much you follow sports so government is pouring in more funds government mm-hmm. is trying to uh, incorporate schemes which will support athletes for their mm-hmm. training and stuff government is trying to uh, basically set up a, a culture which will breed future uh, olympians but mm-hmm. then see government is just one cog in this entire wheel of sporting mm-hmm. ecosystem it's not just the government it's government it's corporates it it's uh, civilians it's the society where we live in mm-hmm. and uh, the major for example if you if there is a 5 year old or 7 year old kid in your house mm-hmm. whether you will encourage that kid to take up sports or not okay this is the question which which i this comes to my mind and uh, and the concern of parents it's it's that okay if will sport provide financial security to my child okay mm-hmm. that's the question and uh, unfortunately in our country sports as a profession has mm-hmm. not transpired into a uh, good and high paying jobs in the country and i feel this is one reason why parents don't encourage their kids from taking up sports only yeah, the yeah, elite yeah, yeah mm-hmm. only the elite uh, uh, i would say athletes who are in international scale 
they are earning very well but uh, athletes i mean at least the national champions they come they win for consecutive years and then they are lost so we don't have a platform where we can uh, basically uh, utilize their strength and their skill set it's so true. the entire sporting ecosystem mm-hmm. and at times i feel uh, good about the fact that emergence of the bridge has at least provided a, a small platform for people to come and contribute that way people they can at least dream of uh, uh, staying close to sports in whichever way they like mhm so right. yeah, we need to mm. do that yeah yeah that's true uh what do you think that uh, people and government uh, collaboratively should do uh, that a uh, one thing which can preserve our talent uh, even like you just mentioned right uh, people go and win medals for one or two three con- consecutive years and then they are forgotten right mm-hmm. so what should uh, government and people collaboratively do to preserve that talent in the country see firstly we need to have a very large pool of opportunities okay mm-hmm. very large very large right now it's it's way small it's a very uh, closed uh, door uh, pool i can say and uh, uh, see firstly people let me talk about people first and then government uh, mm-hmm. people in general people mm-hmm. as in we we don't realize that how much power we hold uh, to encourage a particular sport okay mm-hmm. because the bridge we receive a lot of questions that what can we do to increase the popularity of xyz sport and my response to that uh, uh, has always been that been that just go and watch that particular sport mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. i I'll, i'll explain to you how how this works so the broadcasters in the industry they mm-hmm. say that uh, for example let, let's talk about male cricket and female cricket okay mm-hmm. the kind of uh, money which is which lies in male cricket mm-hmm. so it, it's a cycle basically there is money there are advertisers there are broadcasters which there are um, i would say uh, viewers who are watching the match so mm-hmm. then so now ipl is going and and on an average each match of ipl is being viewed by 7 8 million people okay mm-hmm. and yeah. we that's a huge number that's a that's a huge number and that's why maybe a broadcaster like star is is there behind it but unfortunately mm-hmm. when it comes to women cricket we don't have enough viewers so it's right. important as an audience it's important for us to just go and watch the match that will be the first step of encouragement so as a society we need to do that government mm-hmm. is uh, they they are uh, putting in effort the government is putting in effort and uh, basically we need to create a holistic system see the thing is ashna i the point is no matter what i say here mm-hmm. what i uh, talk about it here i am not sitting in, in the government so i i don't have the bandwidth to take that call but they are doing decent but still we have a lot to do and mm-hmm. uh, there has to be i would say a revolution which will holistically impact the entire sporting ecosystem of the country 
Correct. I think we are way behind in uh, making terms with uh, sports as well as a financially stable career. So, yeah, it will take time. It will take time. But yeah, the initiatives like the bridge.in are definitely filling in the gap. So, okay, cool. Uh, Moving on, Arshi, uh, what is the good and bad examples of your topic of expertise? Have you, uh, you must have come across a lot of, uh, of your competitors. One of them is, I think, sports Kira. So, uh, what do you think are some good and bad examples? See, sports Kira is actually, uh, sports Kira is the pioneer, I would say, in, in mm-hmm. uh, uh, sporting publication, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, they are in the industry since long. And, uh, uh, but uh, off late, I have come across a lot of, uh, people that uh, with who who gave who gave this feedback that uh, sports kida uh, they have uh, diluted their content and uh, i i feel sports kida also covers international sport okay which like we mm-hmm. the bridge we don't cover international uh, sport international mm-hmm. football international cricket mm-hmm. uh, so that way our battle is a bit difficult because uh, the pool size of audience is less because mm-hmm. we are catering to only India's participation at the Olympics and only Olympic and lesser known sports. Mm-hmm. So uh, that way, so sports kira is there, uh, scrolls, sports vertical, the field is there. And then uh, we have uh, Indian Express's sports, they, they are doing good content. Mm-hmm. But then as such, we uh, don't have a publication where which covers the entire sporting culture of the country starting mm-hmm. from a to z i i guess that's why the bridge was born <laughs> yeah yeah let's hope uh, let's hope that we get some uh, something best out of uh, the current sport scenario which is right now in country so yeah it's on the positive curve so we are hopeful 2020, uh, 2020 Olympics is there. So let's see. Let's see. Uh, Arshi, I see that you recently got funded. Uh, share some tips about that, like how people should approach funding and when they should plan on uh, receiving the outside funds in a media see, A couple of pointers. Yeah, a couple of pointers. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, media there is a difference in having a media organization and in having uh, a product-based firm or e-commerce firm, okay? Mm -hmm. Uh, Because media organization is not something which will be completely Mm -hmm. money-driven. It it just cannot be. It, It doesn't function like that. And because we are not selling any product, it's uh, there is news and there is content and we cannot uh, create superficial content. It has to be reality. Okay. Mm-hmm. If in reality it is good and encouraging, the content will get reflected. Right. So I would say it is, uh, especially for a media organization, it's the the strategy needs to be a combination of both uh, mm-hmm. the cause plus money. 
Mm-hmm. And for that, it's very important to understand that what kind of people do you want to reach out to for investment. That mm-hmm. is the first step. For for Bridge or for any other such company who started with a cause and who need funds to just take the company to another level, it's it's important to for 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 us it was important to find. the right person who is passionate towards sports that was the number one criteria mm-hmm. and number two who just feels towards sport and who wants to contribute in uh, uh, upgrading the sporting culture through media so the number one point which i would say that it's important to find out the right person whom do you want to reach out to okay right mm-hmm. and number two i feel this is my personal opinion others may disagree that uh, uh, there there has to be a right time to reach out to the potential investors mm-hmm. i will strongly not suggest to reach out to people before your product is ready okay because mm-hmm. even even we we started i think uh, we started uh, reaching out to uh people for uh, funding after one year of our existence when we had substantial content to showcase so mm-hmm. that is most important right right perfect so uh, what is your best tip for someone struggling to take their idea forward uh see pardon you repeat once again please yeah what is your best tip for someone struggling to take their idea forward if someone is just stuck uh, if they uh, are just stuck on an idea they uh, are thinking about it not launching it so what do you think what should people do in a situation like this see as i said i will emphatically repeat that once again and if required again and again because mm-hmm. uh, idea need to have a supporting revenue plan that's mm-hmm. how you can be sustainable for a much longer term mm-hmm. and having said that uh, it's also important to execute the idea but uh, any entrepreneur should not rush should mm-hmm. not rush i understand that idea is just an idea till it's executed but the execution plan has to be uh, well thought mm-hmm. so just don't uh, do it in hurry you uh, talk about it you discuss again and again and uh, you need to have a revenue plan for that because uh, now now you are going to have a venture you need money to uh, scale it up so mm-hmm. get started but then be realistic have a revenue plan and and the most important thing is the kind of people with whom you will start that plays a very important role very very important role at least in the first uh, couple of mm-hmm. years i can say yeah mm-hmm. that that's completely right and uh, ashi uh, what do you think can't be replicated about the bridge dot in easily ha <laughs> i'm not sure whether i should say this because lot of people will be listening to this podcast <laughs> so uh, see this is not only for the bridge i feel it's uh, for uh, any venture i feel the 
passion of the people who are running the show or who mm-hmm. are behind the team and that is most important i will give the entire credit of the bridge flourishing to the team and i'm blessed to have a beautiful team and i feel that uh, that cannot be replicated my team members they the passion cannot be replicated so right yeah, yeah. so uh, yeah arshi uh, since you talked about team i would like to ask you uh, what is one quality which you which people should must uh, look uh, at uh, when uh, going for uh, going to hunt for a co-founder understanding 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 that's it that's it me and my co-founder we share a very good understanding which i will break it down to the fact that uh, we have healthy disagreements okay mm-hmm. but then we are mature enough to uh, agree to disagree and uh, i feel and other important uh, aspect is complementary skill set that is very important mm-hmm. complementary skill set is very 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 important mm-hmm. and uh, so even in my co-founder and me we we share uh, different responsibilities in the bridge and uh, uh, we are there for each other like always and uh, i feel the coordination among the co-founders is the the base i would say the trust the understanding it has to be rock solid because there are uh, mm-hmm. immense points of highs and low which needs to be shared and uh, which uh, it's a very and i and i have also come across uh, so many stories especially in the startup ecosystem that uh, and most of the time the reason for a startup uh, for the reason why they uh, are not being able to survive one mm-hmm. one primary reason often is the relationship between the co-founders unfortunately yeah i yeah. have seen people split and going their own ways when, even mm-hmm. when the business was at peak Mm-hmm. so yeah in understanding plays a very good role uh, we have a very very uh, great uh, example of the understanding between co-founders in uh, in the form of uh, ola the team, mm-hmm. uh, the co-founders which ola has mm-hmm. so yeah i would suggest like just have a, a great understanding between the co-founders if you want to start a company with someone so yeah. moving on to some now less uh, serious questions let's move on to the rapid fire round oh wow where's my hamper <laughs> <laughs> i'll clear it to you <laughs> chill chill it's okay <laughs> okay cool are you ready yeah three books you would recommend to people okay so one which i'm reading uh, these days it's uh, by sheril sandberg who uh, she uh, ceo ceo of facebook the book is named lean in l e a n clean i n lean in mm-hmm. and uh, the tagline is women work and the will to lead okay 
so the mm-hmm. the cover page of the book straight away reflects that every woman should read this book but mm-hmm. when you read it you will realize that not only women i feel every man should read this book so everyone should read this book okay, okay. yeah cool. this is one book and mm-hmm. uh, second is uh, uh, there is a book of um, uh, mark manson i am i'm why am i forgotten the uh, name yeah wait 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 orange cover one the subtle art of not giving a fuck exactly <laughs> that is uh, that is uh, even uh, i forgot the name at the same time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah so that is another book which i mm-hmm. uh, will recommend because uh, these two books i have read recently mm-hmm. and another book which i have read half but i am in love with it is rich dad poor dad i feel everyone should read it because it helps you to understand that uh, uh, finance side of uh, executing your ideas great uh, okay cool i would like to add two more books into this uh, list yeah. so one of uh, one of them which you should read uh, she is uh, barking up the wrong tree uh, oh definitely i yeah, just wrote it, it down yeah it's by eric barker hmm. uh, since you like books uh, since you are in love with books like uh, like mark mason one and the other one which you mentioned hmm. so yeah uh, this book is really really great uh, it uh, lays lays out the scientific facts behind the success and what are we chasing hmm. the other one is the hard things about hard things okay hard h a r d hard things yeah yeah hard things about hard things okay cool nice So, so I have added these two in my to do's uh, to read list. <laughs> sure, I have list of books. Any time you feel free to text me, I will text you the book name. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure, yeah. Favorite holiday destination? Oh God, that makes me realize that it's been so long that I have not taken holiday, and I badly need it. <laughs> <sighs> hmm. um do you want me to uh, just uh, do you want me to uh, tell name of any particular place or the kind of vibe i just need anything that. anything the answer is your question was mine <laughs> yes so um i this I, i'm sure you must have heard about munnar in yes. kerala yes yeah yes. that is one place which i like and i just want to go there with my with my backpack and these two books which you have suggested and be there for a week without internet so yes i want to do that <laughs> great so uh, arshi if you are throwing a success party for your startup name three persons you want to be invited i want to invite apart from your family and friends <sighs> Oh my god I I never gave thought on this. Oh <laughs> uh, this is rabbit fire on you have to think really quickly. Oh my god how do I do that? Yaar kabhi socha nahi I mean yeah abhi success to baki hai aane mein to oh my god wait see family yeah friends and okay I'll just quickly say I I don't know if I can come up with name names mm-hmm. but uh, uh, see i have been blessed to have people uh, 
who uh, i would say hold my hand and uh, who uh, who are there who are there uh, as a support system okay mm-hmm. and uh, there are people who are not from my family but they are more than my family and then mm-hmm. there are people who um, yeah i'm blessed i'm blessed and i would definitely want them so it's not that i will uh, call the who's who of the industry mere sath aisa nahi hai and uh, i really want to have those people who played a very important role in my journey yeah. mind it. you my investors might be listening to this show <laughs> uh so my dear investors if you are listening this i feel that uh, don't judge me i mean even if you judge i uh, would not appreciate it because that's uh, who i am and that's how i think so yeah i'll better be honest <laughs> a startup apart from yours you wish had come in your mind in the first place hmm. apart from my startup mhm any product anything anything it could be anything yes so i strongly uh, appreciate the uh, startup who are doing extremely good for women especially in the rural areas so there are startups you no know, who are making uh, sanitary napkins in affordable costs mm-hmm. so i have huge respect for those those startups they are doing incredible work mm-hmm. and i feel the the challenges which they might have come across to execute their ideas it's incredible okay cool so one app which is an absolute must in your phone one app which is an absolute must in my phone okay no no not the regular ones we are not talking about whatsapp facebook instagram it's slack be because my team communicates on slack, slack. is that the, is that the answer you want <laughs> yeah it's a boring answer though okay cool so three things you want the budding entrepreneurs to not be following don't do just because everyone is doing okay number 1 number 2 mm-hmm. uh, don't don't panic no matter what the situation is because there is eventually there is solution to every problem every issue that is second mhm third is um, avoid i mean keep things professional so i have come across friends who have become co-founders later but then the relationship becomes ugly so it's very important to keep the friendship side of thing different and the work side of thing different it's very mm-hmm. important yeah cool cool uh, arshi uh, any suggestion for the people who uh, are just starting up mm. give it a thought give it a thought and talk to at least 10 uh, startup founders mm-hmm. who have started in the past 5 8 years and listen to their story because it's very important to uh, listen and analyze and give thought and then properly take the call that whether you want to take that plunge or not great great uh, sure 
listeners, I will mention all the tools uh, and books mentioned by Arshi in the description box. Please have a look over there. Uh, Arshi, and the two uh, books which you suggested as well. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I have also mentioned uh, the books uh, mentioned by me in the description box. Box uh, that was Arshi. Arshi has seen from the bridge dot n. Arshi, uh, any final words? Final words uh, for uh, women listeners out there is that uh, don't hold yourself back and don't be. Uh, although the the society is such, but uh, don't uh, be apologetic for being ambitious. or don't be apologetic for uh, doing what you want to do that is the most important thing because that is what i have learned in from from my journey yeah that's it great thank you thank you so much arshi for giving us your time uh, thank you arshna and thank you everyone for uh, listening to me and if you still want to stay connected to me i'm there on twitter arshi_yasin i'm there on facebook instagram linkedin so yeah just stay tuned sure mm. uh if you like this podcast do share it with your friends and family you can also write to us at ashana.jha.in@gmail.com for any suggestions i will again mention that all the details related to this podcast have been mentioned in the description box so you can have a look over there i have also mentioned uh, arshi's uh, twitter id and linkedin id uh, into the description box please go over there with this i will take your leave arshi thanks for being such an awesome guest uh, i would like to thank, thank you, you. Uh, heartily from the listeners also listeners i'll see you next week with a new entrepreneur till then keep hustling keep giving 100% to yourself bye arshi bye thank you ashna thanks a lot chalo bye 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 bye